and welcome to the podcast of the damned. I'm your host Ian. Joining me, as always, is my co-host Nico. How's it going, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I am just fantastic, as always. Um, I'm quite excited about today's episode, based on the the short conversation we just had. <laughs> really? I am. I'm really. I'm actually really excited about it. So for, uh, for for you guys, this is episode number thirty nine, and in today's show, we're talking about the two thousand and nine film. The Human Centipede, which uh, is a movie, Nico, you'd never seen before. Yeah, I thought I'd saw this because I'd saw the second one, and I've saw part of the third one, so I get them all confused. Obviously, you were very aware of the premise. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's important for anyone going into this film, though, is to be aware of what, what they're about to watch. Yeah, they're, they're a way to watch what Mengler would love to have done. Anyway... <laughs> Anyways, aside from this, Nico, watched anything spooky this week? Uh, not really, because I've been trying to catch up on my gaming, so yeah, I've been mm. doing that mainly. Fair enough. I've not really been watching much spooky this week either. I watched this. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine this week. That's, I know that's not scary, but that's just what I've been watching. I, I don't know. There's a couple of characters in that you wouldn't want to be locked in a closet with. Let's put it that way. Oh, oh. Which which ones? Which ones are you talking about? Well, have one guess. Would one of them be Terry Crews by any chance? <laughs> no, it's that weird one with the like long hair and beard and tash and everything that keeps going. Like, uh, what's her name? Rosa's boyfriend. Oh, uh, Pimento. Pimento. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. mental. Yeah, but he's funny as fuck. Anyways, uh, that's we're very, very off track. Like I say, this is the podcast of the damned. Uh, we are a horror podcast that deep dives into a different topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of the best and worst movies of all time. You can support us on social media. We are on Twitter at Damn Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Podcast of the Damned. You can follow us as well on YouTube, Podcast of the Damned. And if you would like to give us some extra support, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned. We recently just released a new mini-sode there. I've really been on the watching horrendous movies train the last couple of weeks. Our latest <laughs> mini-sode on there is on a Serbian film. Uh, have you seen that before, Nico? No, but I've heard of it. You've it's about to just be so gory as hell. You know all about that. All about yeah. it. So I, I put myself through that, did a little mini-sode of it. Don't forget, if you sign up to our Patreon, all of our YouTube content, you'll get free early... Uh, well, not free, because you have to sign up to Patreon. I'm just giving away... <laughs> giving away patreon for free um you can, no that's not how it works um, you can uh, sign up to our patreon and get early access to all of our youtube content and you will also get some exclusive content on there as well our next minisode going up on there will be on last night in soho so maybe taking it back from the extreme just a just a little bit that's um, a movie i want to see as well nico where where can people find you I'm on Facebook, and I've started using Twitter more. You did! You interacted with us this week! I did. You did? It was weird. What's your Twitter handle, Nico? <laughs> the, the one you normally put up? <laughs> At Nico22Ross. That's the one, That's yeah. the one. Go follow Nico. Go, go do it, guys. Go give him a follow. It's like your phone number. How do you remember your own one? You know what I mean? I actually don't know my own phone number. Most people do know their own mobile number. I don't I know do, my I own. do remember my own mobile, I'm not going to lie, but with Twitter, no. It's literally your name with 22 in the middle. I know. <laughs> it couldn't be easier and I still forget. <laughs> oh, dear. As I said, though, 
Uh, in today's show, we're talking about the human centipede. So before we get into it, Nico, where do you think the human centipede is going to land on our leaderboard? Low, hopefully. <laughs> How low are we talking, though? I don't think worst. So the worst one but... we've the worst one we've got is Lost Boys: The Tribe, which scored yeah. a one point nine out of ten. And that's too much. Then you've got uh, Attack of the Herbals. I'll give you the bottom five. So that's the bottom. You've got Attack of the Herbals with a 2.4. You've then got Zombievers with a 4.9. Cockneys versus Zombies with I'd, a I'd five. rather watch the last two movies you've said so far. And the Child's Play remake with a 5.1. You, you won't hear me say this often, but I'd rather watch the Child's Play remake. Than yes! The yes! Yes! That's twice uh, this week you've picked the Child's Play remake version of something, you know. No, um, it's not. I, I picked the graphics of something. I'll put the whole Child's Play on it. So, if, so you think Human Centipede is going to be in that bottom five? I th- I'm hoping. You know, if that's the case, that pushes the Child's Play remake out of the bottom five. It'll no longer be a bottom five film. How, how much has Child's Play got? A 5.1. Yeah, I reckon this is a three or a four. Three or a four. Okay. So you're going somewhere in between the region of a three or a four. That would make it the third worst film. But yeah, that sounds about right. Because I'd rather watch Zombie or I'd rather watch Child's Play. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, shall we just get into it then? Yeah, go on then. Okay. So uh, today we are talking about the human centipede. Yes, um, I was wondering if I could get driving directions to a nightclub called... Hello, sweetie. No, we're in Germany right now. Maybe we can talk to you later? All right, we miss you. Bye, Amy. Bye, sweetie. I think we're supposed to turn. I thought you knew exactly where we were going. What was that? We're on a road trip through like Europe. A, yeah. Can you call uh, the emergency car service for us? You have a really lovely home. The Siamese shipment connected via the gastric system. <laughs> with cutting the ligaments of the kneecaps. What 
This movie was released in 2009, was directed by Tom Six, and stars Dieter Laser, Ashley C. Williams, and Ashlyn Yenny. The IMDb plot is as follows. A mad scientist kidnaps and mutilates a trio of tourists in order to reassemble them into a human centipede, created by stitching their mouths to each other's rectums. Which is a sentence I really just never thought I'd say on the podcast. Uh, the taglines for this movie, 100% medically accurate. Their flesh is his fantasy. And the final one, which I quite like, actually, Stronger Together. Oh. So, Nico, um, we discussed this just before we came on to the, the show. You hadn't seen this one before, but you had seen part of three and the second one. So now that you've kind of watched them all, I know you haven't really fully seen three. Yeah. Um, which one would you say you prefer? Uh, to, to be honest, none of them. <laughs> that is not an acceptable option, Nico. Like, well, I like Magor, so probably two. Two is, but then three is almost so bad it's good, but at the same time it's still bad. I think three is definitely in, definitely borderline in the so bad it's good category. Yeah, like this is just boring. So obviously, the human centipede <laughs> has this reputation, doesn't it? You know, we were. Yeah. I was. I was just. I mentioned a Serbian film. You know, in the intro there, and I would say, based on when you sort of look at public reaction, it has the same sort of reputation, doesn't it, as movies like that? Yeah, but. This movie, the first one specifically, I'm not talking about the second one, the second one is incredibly grim. The, yeah. This movie is so tame. Yeah. Like, like, right, technically this is the third time, I've just finished watching this, technically this is the third time I've finished watching it this week, because the first two times I fell asleep. At what points did you fall asleep? Uh, the The first time, it was basically, you know, when... He's like, well, we're going to kill you and get the other guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, this is getting really boring. And then the next time it was like, yes, feed, feed her, feed her. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, sorry, what? So for you, is there are there any redeeming qualities about this movie? If I ever need a nightcap and just want to go to sleep quickly, I can put this on. So you genuinely think that there's there's, there's nothing good about this? Like honestly, the acting's so bad. Like the the genuinely, I kind of think like normally I will. If it's a shit movie, I've got at least something good to say about it. And this is fresh, I fresh mean, in my mind. We, and I genuinely we, can't think of anything. Even when we did Lost Boys: The Tribe, we yeah. still picked out the like the you know we still picked out Corey Feldman as being the good aspect yeah. of that movie. So are you yeah. actually genuinely saying that there is zero good aspects to the human centipede? Like, put this, even his PowerPoint is boring. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, his PowerPoint I mean, who, looks who like he's got a three-year-old to do it. Who doesn't have a boring... Who, what, have you ever heard of an interesting PowerPoint? Yeah, but you normally at least throw some decent graphics in it and stuff to make it it's slightly surgical, interesting. It's surgical drawings. The, the, the first one of the three balloon guys is a surgical drawing right yeah absolutely totally yeah no, <laughs> yeah if, if my surgeon was showing me pictures like that i'd be like yeah nhs has gone downhill 
<laughs> so, for me, right, I, I, I get what you're saying with terms of the acting. Well, you know what? I think Dieter Laser is good. Mm, a bit overacted. Yeah, but that's kind of the, like, you can't sit there. This movie is called The Human Centipede, right? Where he's literally stitching three people together ass to mouth. You can't, yeah. ex- like, they can't underact it. He can't underact this role. He has to overact. Mm, like, no. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it, like, you're moaning that it's boring. You're moaning that the movie is boring. Can you imagine how much more boring it would be if he was underacting this? See, the like the only bit at the end is the only bit that's like, yeah, that would scare me a little bit, but I'm not being a dick. I'd be sensible enough to get the fucking scalpel on my mouth. You know what I mean? Like it's it's oh, it's just like this movie is. You know how horror tropes you've got to like the victims are normally dumbasses. Mm-hmm. In this movie, they're the dumbest of the dumbasses. I, I kind of think that I, I kind of feel like that that's the point as well, isn't it? Well, the, put it this way: the asses they're sucking on is how much they suck. <laughs> like they, they honestly, they're oh no, right? They're they're just awful. Like there's like it's it's even when he's he's like could when he drugs the two girls, right? Mm-hmm. He's like ah, it's the rape drug instead of just saying rohypnol. He used to reference that it is known for raping people. You know what I mean? And you're like, what was that for? Well, listen, like, genuinely. Listen, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say that the script is the most amazing thing in the world. Like, it's not. It's not, but that's not the fault of Dieter Laser. I, I know, but still, it's just like, he overacts it so much, it's shit. Like, no, I, I completely disagree with you. See, right, there are certain movies where folk overact stuff and it works perfectly. But I, I.e. the greatest movie of all time, Donald Pleasance and Halloween. He overacts that and that is perfect, right? That is good. But seeing this, he's overacting it as if he is a, a Donald Pleasance type actor or something like that. And he's not. He's no for it. He doesn't even touch oh, it. Listen, listen, I'm not sitting here comparing the two. But you can't sit there and tell me that this movie would have been more interesting if he was not overacting in the way he, that he was. No, I'm not saying that he wouldn't. I'm saying that, that it's, it's just shit. <laughs> it's just like, like, put it this way, if you're going to take anything from this episode, it's never watch this movie. I disagree. But, really? I disagree completely. So is this so bad it's good for you? I don't think it's so bad. It put me asleep twice. Listen, listen, Luke, Nico. This, this, I feel very much like this is child's play all over again. I know we keep bringing it up. (laughs) I don't think that this is an incredible movie. I'm not saying that, right? Personally, overall, I would say this is probably a bang average movie. And yes, some of the acting in this movie is pretty awful. I don't think Dieter Laser's acting is awful. You're right, he is really, he's chewing the scenery, he's eating, he's overacting to the hell. But I think it works. I think the premise of this movie is so, like, there is no other movie with a premise like this. And the premise is so out there and so wild that he has to match, his acting level needs to match that. Like, I know we've talked about, you know, 
the film being rather tame and we'll probably get we'll get into some more specifics but overall in terms of blood guts gore and shit this movie is tame by its yeah. reputation yeah so like how disappointing but how much more movie. but how much more disappointing would that be if your main villain who is really the centerpiece of the movie because that's the face about it. before the centipede right you've got the two you've got the two girls and you've got um the asian and they just shout they're yeah. shouting constantly and dieter laser is essentially the only person who is giving you exposition he's he's essentially carrying the movie how much worse would it be if he was underacting well, here's the thing. He's carrying the movie and he's overacted it, and he is shit. I'm, I'm sorry, but I disagree. I could, I could. Nah. If there's one thing about this movie that I give a big plus to, it's Dieter Laser. No, not for me. Wow, I, I really thought you were going to be on board with me, but at least about that. No, because I, I genuinely think he's overacted it in points where he shouldn't be. He's underacted it when he's not. It's like the bit with the swimming pool. Like, that is just so boring. And I'm not joking, that's a lot of people's fears. They could have emphasized that so much. And he just walks out the room casually like it's nothing. Like, I've just I've just closed somebody under a swimming pool cover and they're just going to drown to death. But I've, I've just got to walk away casually. But what would you want him to do? Fucking stand and watch. Fucking contemplate him fucking doing shit to the person. Do all that but sort of stuff. But he's not trying to kill her. I know, he's trying to get her out. I get it. But it's still the... It's it, oh, like when he's when he's looking at the pictures of the Rottweilers he's done it with before. He's he's looking like it's a family photo. And you're just like nah, nah. The, the, Jay, like, I, I, like you know me. I, if it's a shit movie, I'll try and come up with something that's funny. Like perfect example, the overacting of the Dame in Trolls Two is hysterical. <laughs> wow, hold it, on, hold on, hold on. Right, right, hold on. Because you yeah. know fine well that we have disagreements about Troll 2. And that yeah. I, I think it's so bad it's good and you just think it's bad. Yeah. Are you actually sitting here telling me that you can find a positive aspect of Troll 2 but you cannot find a positive aspect in The Human Centipede? I d- I, I, Nico, d- bear in it, mind, your, credibil- put- your credibility is on the line here, my friend. It put me to... I cannot emphasize this enough. It put me to sleep twice. Before I started watching it both times, I was wide awake. It's that I'm going to need some verification about that. I'm going to need, you know, some CCTV footage or something. I, I just, I just, I, I can't get on board with that. Like, I, again, there's so much about this that I agree with you with. I, I think overall, it's tame. It's nowhere near as exciting as you'd maybe want it to be. But in terms of this aspect... I couldn't disagree with you more. I've, in fact, I possibly disagree with you more than the Child's Play episode. <laughs> is this the new Child's Play? Is, the, is this the new Child's Play? I can't believe <laughs> it. And I really didn't think this was a hill I was going to die on. <laughs> of all the movies, the human centipede. <laughs> of all the movies that we're, we have covered and are going to cover on the show, I'm dying on the human centipede hill. Like, put it this way, right? Taking, for example, that bit where he's like, yes, feed her, feed her. That whole point where the guy's like praying. When when he's praying, like, I don't want to shit in your mouth is basically what he's praying, you know? (laughs) And uh, he's he's, like saying sorry or nothing. And it's it's just like, nah, 
I did expect that, but eh? like it's it, you'd expect him to be a megalomaniac properly there, but he underplays that a little bit at the time. You know what I mean? If he's going to overact other stuff, he should overact that as well. Mm, I mean, you can't sit there and say that him yelling out repeatedly "feed her" in the manner that he does is underacting. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a cut run right up to my face and then run away again. That was creepy. Anyway. That's your cut trying to tell you that you're wrong, Nico. <laughs> Honey, just literally about an inch away from the face stopped then then just went the other way again. Your cat is uh, trying uh, to tell you that you're wrong. It, it, he's right. not. Listen, it's very clear that we're not going to agree on this point, right? <laughs> no. But like, like the Rottweiler thing, like it's just how casual he's like, yeah, I did it with the Rottweilers, it's fine. Like, yeah, like... You'd think he would be so proud of it. That's when he would overact as well. There's, there's bits in it. You're just like, like, oh, it's right. Even okay. the interaction with the coppers as well, where he's got the syringe and the towel and all that. You're just like, yeah, they're the dumbest cops okay. in the world. But you've seen Human Centipede three, right, or parts of yeah. it at least. Yeah. And obviously, Dieter Laser makes his return in that movie. Yeah. Now. If you had to compare his two performances, you can't sit there and tell me that his performance in Human Centipede isn't far superior to his performance in Human Centipede 3. Yeah, but that's comp- that's like comparing a turd to, like, <laughs> basically a dose of the runs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like, yeah, I, I had a big curly shit. And it looked like a Cumberland sausage. And then I had a dose of the runs. And that's what I'm comparing. I think it's fair to say we're not getting any sponsorship for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. We need to ask the all-important question, Nico. And we all know the answer. Which which segment would you rather be? <laughs> obviously the front. Would you, obviously. there are pe- I'm sure there are people out there who it might not be so obvious for. We don't kink shame on this podcast. If you're if you're wanting to eat shit and die, you could be the other two. But like that's the other thing. It's so obvious the third one's going to be the one that dies. You know what I mean? You you definitely that's the worst place to be. The third place is it? Yeah, because think about it. The third one is always like, going to get the least amount of nutrients. But, so there is, but this die. is the thing, right? So obviously the tag one of the taglines to this movie is a hundred percent medically accurate, right? Yeah. And apparently Tom Six consulted with doctors and things and that i think the 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 physical surgery itself i would assume is 100 percent medically like could be done yeah but sustaining life beyond that is not because there is no nutrients in shit because it's what's left over after your body has used them all so it's just you know what what isn't nutritious to the body so there is no nutrients going to two and three and if you wanted them to live you'd need to supplement them with iv drips and things like that yeah but there's this whole thing where the excess nutrients and stuff from your body that you can't process would get funneled through so you'd have to be on a very high nutritional diet yeah but that's what i'm saying so your body can't process them so you're not getting anything from them so no but the first one would have to not process it for the second and the second would not have to process that for the third so so you would basically yeah like third would be the worst place to be we're going to assume, I'm going to assume that you would not 
like to be a part of a human centipede. Um, maybe being the third is a blessing in disguise because you die first. Well, saying that depends who's going to be eating your shit, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's a few folk. If, if I was going to be the human therapy and they're like, pick folk, I would be the front and put the two folk I hated the most behind me. If, oh, right, okay. If you, okay, so if you had to, right, okay, how about this? If you had to be in the middle, who would be the other two that you would pick? Fuck, if you had to be in the middle, it would definitely be somebody you hated the back, and at the front, it would have to be somebody that you're like, it would have to be like the skinniest person you know, just so you could get some nutrients from them. <laughs> We're gonna name names, Nico. No. <laughs> ah no. No. Well. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We'll, 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 we'll move on from that. Well, who would you have on it? <laughs> no, no, we're not naming names. It's fine. No, no, who no, would you no, have no. On it? I asked first, and you refused to name names. We're not naming names. I'll, I'll, it's too I'll late. Name it's names too late. We're names. moving on. We're moving on. Ah, see, Audience members, it. audience members, you'll never know because Nico shot it. No pun intended. Actually, <laughs> I would actually shot pun it. Pun, it pun, pun right? <laughs> um, we we talked about the script, right? The script is pretty awful. <laughs> Yeah, especially I think some of the lines that these two girls deliver um, are horrendous. I think the one that really does it for me is when they're wandering through the woods, and <sighs> one of them spots the house, and the other one's like, "For some reason, I don't believe you. The house is literally <laughs> right there." I know. It's like when they're looking at the house to go into it as well. They're like, "There's an invisible line that they've drawn," and they keep going back for along it. <laughs> like what are you doing like like genuinely what the like and also the guy that basically is saying i you want to fuck that that's so funny when it pulls up next to oh the, like... the creepy old guy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, 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 yeah like the bit where he does that when he's telling it <laughs> <But he's done. laughs> oh no you that. made that noise and i know exactly what you were doing <laughs> By the what, way, Nico, what? something we haven't checked for a few episodes. How much clothes have you got on? Me? I've actually got clothes on this time. Oh my god! I... It's probably ha- probably for the best, considering it's the Human Centipede episode. I have a Chicago Bears top, and I have a set of boxers and jeans on. Well, there you go. There you go. Nico is... It's, o- it's only because I didn't have time to take it off first. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, at this point, I would just like to say R.I.P. to Dieter Laser because he died a couple of years ago. Um, so R.I.P. to him. I was quite. Yeah. I was quite sad about that. I like his performance in this film. I that really didn't know. So obviously, the scene we're talking about where the defecation happens. I'm trying to think of ways of saying it without just being shitting in the mouth there you go um when the defecation happens was it was it everything that you thought it was going to be <laughs> it was a eat shit and die moment was it <laughs> it because like, like you say you don't see anything obviously no. um and i'm not sure i'm not sure you'd have been allowed to see anything to get a, a rating at the time but the thing is, if he's done the operation right, you couldn't see anything anyway. 
Well, yeah, that's that's the whole point. Obviously, when we're talking about the Human Centipede 2, um, you know, the whole premise of that is that it's not a medical professional that's doing it. It's yeah. just some guy who's got learning disabilities and, um, you know, it, it, the whole point of it is that it's shoddy and that it's in black and white. And I think it's in black... I think the, the main reason it is in black and white is so that it could get a rating. Yeah. Um, I think there are there is a color version. I, I think it's on the special um special features of the DVD. There is a color version of Human Centipede Two. So Nico, you should go check that out. No, it's you're fine. The, the, put it this way: out of franchises, as far as franchises go, this is the worst franchise I've ever seen. Ever. Like I can't think of one that's worse. Can you? Oh, I mean, Leprechaun's pretty bad. <laughs> That terrified me as a child, like genuinely. <laughs> okay, well, we I can... don't know why, but well, it did. How about we throw that out to the listeners then, guys? What is the worst horror franchise you've ever seen, or a horror franchise that is just worse than the Human Centipede? Email your answers into Pod of the Damned at gmail dot com. That can be the listener question of the week. Yeah, okay. and if if they find one. I really hope we're not going to be covering whatever it is they find. Uh, if they find one, we'll do it on next... <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right. What about... I'm, ju- I'm just trying to think of things um, that might... You might... What about the, the, the effects? I know there's not a lot of blood and guts in this, but what was there was pretty solid, right? Well, there's nothing there, really, is there? That's what I'm saying. The only... There is one point where I went... It, I, like, wait, 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 wait. Because I bet I can guess what it was. Is it yeah. when she's escaping the bed and the, the IV gets ripped out of her arm? Yeah. Yep. That's, that's... The o- that's the only bit I went, that looked painful. And the rest was just shit. Well, the rest of the effects were shit. Like, him, get, like the, him getting stabbed in the leg with the scalpel. That looked all right. It, the... it looked like he was holding the scalpel and then it cut to him just releasing it stuck to his leg. We got shot in the forehead. That looked fine. Eh, it was all right, but that was a bog standard, to be honest. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, we're, I'm I'm trying to just think of things that you could at least say, yeah, that was okay. Well, the, yeah, the, the effect, there's nothing, there's himself, nothing wrong okay. with there's nothing wrong with the effects in this film. No, yeah, when he shoots himself, that's okay. But look at the ending. The ending's just like, what the fuck, really? Did you expect you... him to die? Well sort of, but I thought they would get like that whole basically limiting these legs so that he's the same level as them uh-huh. you could see that coming a mile away yeah like again, I'm not sitting here trying to trying to proclaim that this is the greatest fucking film in the world I'm just, I, all I'm trying to say is it's just not as bad as you think it is <laughs> <laughs> Like, as well, like, when he's squeezing her mouth, getting the pus out, you're just like, that's might be gross, but it's not that bad. Uh, like, like, I've seen a lot worse with that. Do you think, it's, pop, do you you know think I mean? it could have more to do with the fact that we're probably just a bit desensitised from it as well? Because, let me tell you, jumping ahead, based on some of the, the comments about this film, um, you know, a lot of people find this film disgusting. Really? Yeah. Yes, the the it's it like the idea is disgusting. 
But again, that's but, what I'm saying. Do you think we're? Do you think it's more down to the fact that we're just desensitized by by a lot? No, I genuinely like I think s- it's it's your brain thinks it's more disgusting than it is because genuinely there's fuck all in. It. I don't know. Like, I mean, we've both seen a lot worse than this. Like, I like yeah. I say, I've literally just just uh, just done a review of a, a Serbian film. You know, we've all seen things like I I don't know if you've seen them, but like seen things like August Underground and Cannibal Holocaust and all these like, horrendous, horrible, horrible, horrible like, films that are far even, far worse. Ah, even like Hostel and shit is worse than this. You know what I mean? You think? Ah, Hostel's definitely worse than this. Worse than worse than what way? Worse than there's more gore in it. It looks oh, of very course. realistic. Of course, the stuff the stuff that they're doing is disgusting to people. All that sort of shit, like this. Yeah, but also, but, you're, but also, Hostel is, in my opinion, anyway, just an objectively better film. Yeah. So you've but got I'm just meaning, that in as well. I'm I'm just meaning, like. This, when it came out, I remember everyone was like, oh, this is going to be the most disgusting movie ever created, yada, 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 all this sort of shit. And I, th- I think it was like three or four of my mates had seen it, and every single one of them was just like, yeah, it's a snooze fest. And I'm like, nah, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. And then I end up not seeing it for some reason. I think I end up working away from home and just forgetting about it. And now that I've actually watched it, I'm so glad I never saw it in the cinema because folk could have been annoyed at me snoring. No, but what? But again, you know, I I think in a way you're right. It is so much tamer than its reputation. It it doesn't yeah. deserve the reputation that it's got. Yeah. Number two deserves the reputation. Yeah. Like no, this two, movie, I think the concept gets to people before you watch it. So therefore, you're automatically going, "This is vile. This is disgusting." Oh, a hundred percent. And the. And part of the cult following, because there's there's no denying that this movie has a cult following. Poor part of the bastard. cult following, I think, is predicated on that as well. Yeah. So you know, uh, you, you 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 know, you you you're not wrong in some of the things you're saying. I still think you're underselling the the quality of the movie a little bit. Underselling the quality. What quality is that? Like, if, if there's I've any literally, quality, we've in literally it. just spent the last half hour arguing about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there is no quality in it. There is. <laughs> there is quality. Nico, you're just trying to you're just trying to antagonize me. I'm not in shit. <laughs> so if there were to be a human centipede four, would you go see it? Uh, would I have to? I mean I'm gonna just take that as a no, not unless we were covering it on the show. Kind yeah. of answer. There you go. Okay. Well, I can't wait for us to cover the... <laughs> Next week, we're covering Human Centipede 2. The week after, it'll be Human Centipede 3. That's all we're going to do. We're just going to do Tom 6 films from now on. Okay. And I'm just going to say now that this is the last podcast I'll be on. It's been fun, folks. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, right, okay, Nico, anything, as like, this isn't going to be, again, this isn't going to be the longest episode in the world. Our sh- our, when we're doing shit movies, I think they do tend to be slightly shorter than normal anyway, because th- there's really not a huge amount more, much to talk about. Is, th- is there anything else that you want to bring up? Like, there's, why, like, there's a bit where it's like, 
yeah, he's like left them topless and that, and you're like, oh, you're going to see boobs at least. And you, you see a side boob occasionally, and a, a glimpse of a nipple. And you're like, it teases that as well, because he seems a bit creepy. You'd think it would be someone like that, but there's none of that shit either. I think I think that was smart, though. I think this movie would have gone downhill really fast if they'd se- started sexualizing it. Because number, number two doesn't sexualize them, but obviously in number two, spoilers, um, you know, our, our villain gets sexual gratification from the centipede. Yeah. Um, I don't think that would have worked in this film. Yeah. Like... So there you go. He, There's a positive. He, he they does, made the correct he, creative choice by not having that. But he seems a bit rapey. You know what I mean? He just comes across <laughs> as a bit rapey. <laughs> what gave you that impression? Just the way he is. Like, like perfect example of either rape drug or hypno. Aye, you've used that for have you, mate? <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's Can that I just sort say, of I think I would have been glad to not have been behind that fucking truck driver from the opening scene, though. <laughs> Why? I don't know. There's just something in my head that says that the girl's got a slightly, ever so slightly nicer deal by not being behind the truck driver. But that's the thing as well, right? The the whole truck driver bit, the, the, there was no point of that at all. Like, if it was the point of the truck driver. I think it's to give you, it's to give you the opening scene, it's to give you the setup, isn't it? Even then, he, he, he captures a guy, he pins him to the bed, he gets two girls randomly, and he looks at the guy and goes, well, you're fucked, mate, here we go. And uh, you're just thinking, really? It's, it's like, me doing that was more entertaining this whole film. Are you suggesting that this podcast episode is more entertaining than the movie? I I would say that we could redo this movie on a shoestring budget and still make it a bit more entertaining. Oh, who are we casting? We could cast it with cats, for all I know, right? It would still be more entertaining. Have you seen the South Park parody? Uh, No, I don't think I have, actually. I didn't know they did that. They did a parody episode. It's called the. I think the. I'm not sure if the episode's called this or not, but they call it the Human Scent iPad. Okay. And I highly recommend you you go check it out because I think you'll find it fucking hilarious. I think I will as well because this was gosh. Like just go. I think you could probably just go YouTube it. I think all the, all South Park's on Prime. I think anyway. Uh. Um. But yeah, I I do highly recommend go go and check it out. Cool. I will. Um, so that's it. There's no other particular positives or negatives that you want to highlight from this. See, that's the thing, right? It is shit, but there's like there's hey. not that much negatives. There's not that much positives. This is the blandest shit you'll ever fucking see. Which, like, to, which to you, I'm guessing, is probably the biggest sin a movie can be. Yeah, like go either go balls to the wall or fucking do something but just don't go i i made a movie watch this and then you're like snooze fest i mean you you can't sit there though and complain about dieter laser dieter lasers overacting and then say they have to go balls to the wall it would have been better if he'd proper overacted it instead of because you can tell he's holding back well how about well yeah because obviously we've seen we, we he goes balls to the wall in human centipede three yeah but do you not then for think 
it would have been fine had the rest of the cast been up at his level. Maybe. <laughs> I just heard her about a cat in the background. No! That, that genuinely was Shira good. No! <laughs> so yeah, you don't think that the rest of the cast should have up their game instead of criticising Dieter Laser's performance? Well, I get that he's meant to be the insane psycho doctor thing like he's doing his best John Nicholson impression you know what I mean like give him his due he's trying but he's not trying hard enough you know I what mean, I mean they attempt to have a couple of like slightly heartfelt moments you know when Where? and when after the operation when like they're, they're full of despair and they're reaching out and just trying to hold each other's hands and things like that. They're, they're, they're trying to have a couple of sort of moments like that. I, I, the, I, don't, the, I, don't, I don't even know how to say it because they're literally stitched to each other's arseholes. Like, like the bit where she's like, well, we're going to have to replace you because you're fucking dying with the two coppers that are upstairs. And then she grabs her hand and it zooms in on her hand like you can't notice it. And it's just like, yeah, you really didn't need that. <laughs> zoom in you know what i mean yeah there was just no point okay okay nico um i think i think we've got the gist then of where you stand on this film i think it's the best thing that's ever come no fucking you can guess where i am with this film yeah yeah you're not a fan no (laughs) no (laughs) okay um well unless you have anything else you want to talk about shall we move on put it this way i'd rather watch this than Lost Boys too because at least I'd get a good kip. Wow. Okay. With that being said, we shall move on to our next segment. And let's talk about some trivia. I'm sure if we bashed your head in, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. As always, we'll start off with the finances. According to IMDB, this movie had a budget of 1.5 million euros. So it's a very low budget film. That's you know, we've got to throw that in there as well. There's no money in this film. Yeah. So, you know, uh, 1.5 million euros, what does, I think that equates to what, like 1.3 million pounds? Which, 1.7 million dollars? Something like that. In that ballpark, sort of figure. Uh, and according to IMBB, it grossed worldwide $325,000. So it didn't make money. I can't imagine this ended up in a lot of cinemas, though. Yeah, like... I do remember it was at the one at the beach in Aberdeen, but that was it. Yeah. Um, as I said earlier, uh, director Tom Six contacted a real surgeon for the human centipede design, which is why the film has the tagline 100% medically accurate, which is not true. Um, the paintings of the conjoined twins that are displayed throughout Heiter's house uh, were all actually painted by Tom Six. Okay. So... I mean, he's, he's a talented artist as well, as well as a talented director. No comment. Nope, there we go. <laughs> uh, Tom Six would show a drawing of the human centipede to all of the actresses who showed up to the casting sections, uh, the casting sessions, sections. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> Many actresses walked out in disgust after discovering what the role actually entailed. So there's another thing as well. Um, you know, they maybe did have issues with casting. Say that, would you want to be linked to this? Literally, would you want to be linked to this? Uh... <laughs> so, I mean, it, d- it would depend. 
It would depend which part of the centipede I was. Well, you asked me, which part would you like to be? Uh-huh. I said front, where would you like to be? Front? Obviously. Obviously. Like, the it ending also of this depend, well. like, It would depend we... who's behind me. True. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, see if it was somebody I really hated, I'd be like, eat my shit. Right, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you do know they're not actually eating each other's shit. Are they not? No. Okay. I'm sorry to burst that bubble. <laughs> um, when approaching investors prior to filming, uh, the filmmakers told them that they wanted to make an international horror film that involved stitching people together, but they did not mention how exactly they would be stitched, fearing the mouth-to-anus aspect would put off the investors. <laughs> so they- In Germany? How would that put them off? They ca- well, this, this this isn't actually a German film. This was filmed in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, how would that put people off? <laughs> I know. I finished that sentence like like I was making some sort of point. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you went from one place famous for Scott to another one. Let me guess, they were going to make it in Brazil next. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the concept of this film arose around a joke that director Tom Six made with his friends about punishing a child molester by stitching his mouth to the ass of a very fat truck driver. And that's how this movie was born. Uh, and So basically, they're saying the dame in the middle was a pedo. <laughs> Which one's in the middle again? Is it Lindsay? I think so, yeah. Uh, and finally... <laughs> oh, Lindsay's a pedo! <laughs> When the Toronto Underground Cinema showed the film, they had a centipede deal, where if you got two tickets, they gave you the third one for free. Oh, Jesus. So they really pulled out all the stops with the marketing for this film as well. Uh, Nico, I'm I'm not holding out hope here that you've got some exciting little nuggets of trivia. <laughs> How much shit jokes can we fit in here? <laughs> I was wondering if you'd pick up on that. Like I know, I know, I've been doing it deliberately as well, but we never, we never discussed doing that through this movie, and we've, we've just talked shit all the way. Through. I know, we've just sort of kind of sprayed them in, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't have any nuggets of gold. You don't have... Okay. okay There's well, no then. sweet corn in this one. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's flush this segment then and move on. <laughs> oh, no. See, as I said, this is more entertaining than the movie. I just watched it. <laughs> uh. Wow. Okay, uh, let's move on then to our final segment, which is the ratings and the reviews. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. And, as always, we'll start off with the critics. IMDB gave this a 4.4 out of 10. Metacritic gave it a 3.3. Nico, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes critics gave The Human Centipede? Zero, hopefully. You go for 0%? Hold on, it's the... Are you going by public or by the folk? Critics first. Critics first. See, critics, they like this artsy fartsy fucking shit, even though it's not artsy fartsy. This is not art. This is not like. Uh, I think the term that you're looking for is elevated horror. And this is by no means elevated horror. This is very true. 
Uh, I'll say about 20 then. Okay. And what about the audience? The audience? See, you've got a lot of freaks out there. So I'd say about... <laughs> fucking... See, I want to say like 60, but I think that'll be too high. Fuck it, I'll stick with 60. Okay. So 20 and 60. You know what? You're pretty close, but you've got them back to front. The critics scored this 49%. With the Rotten Tomatoes audience scoring at 25%. Fuck off. Uh, the consensus, grotesque, visceral, and hard to swallow with oh. <laughs> hard to <clears throat> in brackets swallow. This surgical horror doesn't quite earn its stripes because the gross outs overwhelm and devalue everything else. But there's no fucking gross outs. What? Like genuinely, you see nothing. Listen, you don't need to tell me. You don't need to tell me. You don't need to tell me at all. Uh, as always, we throw it out to you guys, our uh, listeners and followers, asking for your opinions. Here's just a few to read out. Amy Drolet says, 6 out of 10. Crazy, but not as crazy as you'd expect. Scared a good performance by the lead. And the looks on people's faces when they see it on my shelf are priceless. Life Paranormal with V says, It was so hard for me to get through, but I'd say a 6 out of 10. Movies for Days says 5 out of 10. The flick deserves credit as a successful execution of the desired operation, as well as the performance from Dieter Laser. Part 2 actually earns an 8 out of 10 from me. It's a far better flick, which is odd since it could not exist without the first one. Danny Stitches gives us a 4 out of 10. Great concept, original acting, not as good. And finally, Horror Revolution gave it a 7. The original was great, and though the concept was gross, the movie was tame. Such a great idea and fantastic execution. On average, however... Uh, our listeners and followers gave the Human Centipede an average score of 4.6 out of 10. So that just leaves us, Nico, uh, on a scale of 0 to 10. What are you going to score the Human Centipede? Very below part. And by the way, right, the the fan that had said they they have the Human Centipede on the shelf, uh, one of my mates used to say, if you ever see somebody with Human Centipede on their shelf, you know they do Aston Mouse. And I used to break it. Though. I mean, I've got... So... I've got... I've, I've got... Oh, I think the collection on my shelf. <laughs> so you do ace the mess, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no kink shaming here, Nico. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, just it reminded me of that when I heard it. I just broke slightly. Uh, yeah, I would give this probably below par, probably about a 3 out of 10. 3 out of 10. Very interesting. I think, like, listen, I can say, I'm not going to sit here and say that this is a fantastic film. This isn't going to be getting eights and nines for me. But I think this is a fine film. It doesn't have the gore or the disgusting gross out that its reputation uh, says it does. That's yeah. for the second movie. Some of the acting is not great. Some of the script's not great. But you know, overall, I think this is just, I think this is a fine film. I'm giving it five and a half. See, I th- yeah, I just... The second one just seems to be what this was meant to be, if that makes sense. Oh, listen, listen, I don't disagree with you. The second one is absolutely the one that should have the reputation. But yeah. um, I still think this is just, like, this is a fine film. I think this is fine. This is just fine. You think it's a nugget? I think it's a little, I think it's not, it's, I think someone's tried to polish this turd. That's what I was going to say next. <laughs> <laughs> They've tried to, you know, use the toilet brush to scrape the shit off the side. 
they do you know what they've done with this? What? They they've thrown fucking sparkles on it. That's what they've done. They've got a turd and they've thrown sparkles on it and hoped for the best. Well, we should probably follow through with the rest of this episode and uh <laughs> Uh, we can push through this we can push yes, through this we can we can we can very much push through and we should uh finish off with the bad letterbox reviews uh this is where i trawl the movie review site letterbox for some of the more interesting reviews that can be found on there um first one asks a, a, a question can we get a musical would you like to see a human centipede the musical well, there wouldn't be that much singing in it, would there? <laughs> and up ne- the next song on the soundtrack... <laughs> and now for that famous solo... Uh, okay, <laughs> I don't really know what to do with that. Um, up next, um, proof that you should never trust Europeans. I agree. We're European. I I still agree. Okay. Um, <laughs> kudos to this next person. Really horrible, but I did manage to eat chocolate ice cream while watching. I could easily do that through this. Yeah, pretty much. Like there um, was no point in this that I felt I could eat. The fact that this is the most sane one out of all three is terrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that one's just stating a fact. This happened yep. to my buddy Eric. <laughs> Poor Eric. What? <laughs> this happened to my buddy Eric. Was he an elephant walk or something? What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm into eating ass, but this is taking it a bit too far. That's a quote, by the way. That's that's. No, it's just you. That's <laughs> just you. Depend. It depends on the mood, you know, Nico. It depends on the mood. If the mood takes you, you go. You go for it. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I've never eaten an ass in my life. I, I'm also not going to sit here. And say... <laughs> 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 so you know, oh. hello, ladies. <laughs> She actually just said. <laughs> 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 so, Ian Tinder now says, I've got the human centipede. You know, I eat ass. <laughs> oh, I'm going to update it as we speak. Uh, finally, I had a dodgy kebab while watching, been vegetarian ever since. <laughs> oh. So there you go. Um, thank you to everyone who's sent us in your opinions and reviews and, and the such. Uh, we appreciate your support as always. Nico, I'm, I don't know if I'm thankful or not, but that's going to do it for this week's episode. But I was just thinking, like, you would want the one at the front to have a kebab, so at least you can have a hot meal. Oh! <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> you like that one. You like that one. Right, now now we need to we need to end. This, okay. This could be you know what? See if we were we were going to end this podcast. I feel like this is a particularly high <laughs> note in which to, we could have done it. <laughs> Are you sure it's a high note? 
Are you saying it's a shit one? I'm, I'm saying it's a lot of toilet humour. Uh, there is a lot of toilet humour. I might actually have to put in a trigger warning about all our toilet humour. <laughs> <laughs> shit happens, mate. Shit does happen. You're quite, you're quite, quite right. Um, so let's let's pinch off this episode then, and <laughs> um, let's cut this short. Let's let's cut this short. Um, so uh, that's going to do it for this week's show. Nico, as always, despite our differences in today's episode, thank you for joining me. And thank you for having me on. And I hope this isn't the mountain you die on. Uh, I don't know. It's been a bit of a shit show, to be honest. Yeah, shower in some cases. <laughs> oh no! Up next on the show, Nico. We're talking about we're doing a remake next week. But what are we doing next week? We are talking about House of Wax. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I think that was your choice, no? Yeah. So we're doing one of your films. Yeah. You seem so excited about it. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not excited. I'm just saying <laughs> we're doing House of Wax. We're doing House of Wax. So stay tuned for that. But yes, once again, thank you to Nico for joining me. Thank you to all you guys for downloading and listening to this episode across all platforms, whether that's on the podcasts platforms, whether you're listening to our content on YouTube or Patreon whether you're following us on our social medias, we appreciate each and every single one of you. And until next week on the podcast of The Damned, just remember, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't.